Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. I wanna. I would like to. We had a. Some of us. No, 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 no. Yomi's gonna move up much, much closer today. No, no. We're gonna. We're gonna. And the main actors need center stage. Yesterday we learned something from the timer, the Sefer Timer Dvira. I want to study it. I want to study it much briefer. We don't have much time today. I want to study it much briefer. But I want to. I want to give an introduction to what we're about to study. This is a sensitive question. Everything's in the Torah. All Chachmas in the Torah. Everything is rooted in the Torah. Every part of this world is in the Torah. Very simply, it says, Hashem looked in the Torah, created the world. Any single thing is in the Torah. If you can't find it in the Torah, it doesn't exist. Your little brothers in the Torah, your little sister, your difficult mother, your complicated father, your weird uncle, it's all in the Torah. If you know how to study Torah, there's not an emotional, psychological condition in the world. It's not, it's the source of everything. Histakel bayraisa baralma. Every Russia is rooted in the Torah. Everything is rooted in the Torah and exists there. I don't say that I'm such a bucky in Torah that I can find everything. Everything's there. Everything. Search, search, it's all there. All of life, anxiety in the Torah. You have to ask, where is the sugi? You could study the sugi of anything. If it exists in the world, it's in the Torah. If you can't find it in the world, you have to ask, does it exist? I always get... If you can't find it in the Torah, then it doesn't exist. Now... What? There are trillions of phenomena. Everything exists in the Torah. Everything exists in the Torah. Famously exists in the Torah. The Ramban at a Talmud. There's a very, very famous story with, with the Ramban. The Ramban at a Talmud went off the derech. There's a very famous story. Because he said everything's in the Torah. He said everything's in Azinu. Because Azinu summarized the Torah. Everything's in the Torah. It's just a fact. It prostrates me to no end. It gets me very, very frustrated. I, on, I go to Pesach hotels and they have Q&As and they have these things with Rabbanim and too often Rabbanim don't answer things from the Torah that frustrates me. And it becomes like, cool, the Rav knows psychology and therapy. There's an aspect of Chil Hashem to that that they're, they're quoting, like you ask the Rav a question, he starts answering from psychology. There is Chachma, but you're a Rav. Now you could say, I don't know so much Torah. Okay, so we have a therapist on the panel. But I'd like you to attempt to show me, and you could say, I haven't studied enough. And there are times, I don't know the answer, I have to look around more in the Torah. It's not exaggerated that it's all in the Torah. And again, I don't say we could find. Guys, I speak to guys all day. Anything a guy says is, is in the Torah, speaks about these topics. I don't see I can always find some of my topics. Some I find in the Torah. I could be worried and I learn a certain chazal. It's all there. The Torah. It says Hashem looked in the world, looked in the Torah and created the world. He looked in the Torah and created the world. I happen to enjoy a lot the way Rai Shapiro Shlita learns Torah. It resonates a lot by me and he finds life's 
conditions in the Torah. He studies it well. What's the and, and he gets to a place, a lot of life conditions, the Torah is openly speaking about. I want to say something. People have asked, what's the difference in psychology and Torah? It's a funny word. Torah is... Torah has anything chachma bagayim, there's wisdom bagayim, and it all is in the Torah, but there's an inherent difference between psychology and the Torah that I want to share with you. Therapy and psychology is the study of our world that we live in. It's limited to, let's say, psychology only is what's in this room. We are all deeper than the world. Deeper than the world is we have a piece of God, we have a soul, and the core of a person, the deepest place in a person is his neshamas, his soul, a piece of the eternal one. And we're shy to a connection to the eternal one, and we want a connection to Hashem. That's deeper than the world. Psychology deals with the person in the world, and a person shayach to deeper than the world, to something more, and can tap into something deeper and more. Now, we live in this world, Chaim. I'm going to explain. There's a very practical part, and I'm not, I'm not here to, like, I, know, I don't know the answers. I'm really, I feel bad because you're giving a share. You're like, from the place of knowledge. I always get afraid, and I'm going to let this share be sent out. I'm talking to my friends here in the room, and the share will go out by somebody who doesn't know. And I'm sharing things that I'm like stuck on and confused on. So I'm not like the, 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 the day or the big, I'm, I'm, I'm sharing my grapplings, what I grapple with. So I want to share something we started to learn yesterday and try to explain it that we're human, but we have that soul and we can navigate and work and connect to the deepest place. But you have to function with care because we live in this world and our soul was put in this world. The Ramak, many, many people in Elul, and included Rosh Hashanah, Sarasim, Tshuva, Yom Kippur, learn a sefer called Taimir Dvairah. Taimir Dvairah starts with the 12 Midas of God. Hashem, 13 Midas of Hashem. It's a Pasuk in Micha, which, decide, which describes the Midas of Hashem. We say it, we said it this morning in this shul, in Slichas, and we speak about the Midas of Hashem, and the job is for a person to be daima. We all have a chiy of mahu afata to imitate Hashem. Now it's very bizarre to imitate anybody. Dangerous, life-threatening to imitate somebody else. That's not the right thing. Revolba would get up in front of the mirror and he would say, Don't copy. Copying is deadly. Shlomo is beautiful and should just be Shlomo. Don't be somebody else. We're at our most dangerous. We're trying to be stark like him. Be beautiful like Shlomo. Shlomo's light, Mayor's light, Martha's light, Svi's light. Only your light. Don't copy somebody else's light. Your light and only your light shine. So copying is, is, is the devil. Copying is the fight, is the anti. What is the task? Chayim just joined the yeshiva. Do you know the goal of steiging? When I say you're be a bentar, you know what that means? To be the most chayim you could be. To be Chaim, the soul shining to the world, the Chaim soul, nobody else. You are you, the most you, that's the journey of Steigen. So whenever we say to copy is what? 
Mahu afatatbi. So why are we copying Hashem? The answer is that we have a piece of Him in us. We have a soul. That's a chelak elokamimal mamish. The word mamish the Balatanya added on. The Pasuk says chelak elokamimal, that we have the peace of God in us, a soul. Me, you, 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 every one of us have an ishama. The reason we try to be like Hashem is because we're shaykh to that. This is deeper than the world of psychology. The world of psychology is the finite world they study. The infinite what's beyond our... And the amazing part is the person shayach to deeper than all that, it's in us. Now we have to navigate because our soul is put in a world. So we have to navigate and those exist and are parts of us. The deepest place is our soul. I'm going to explain practically. The first madrega of Hashem, mi kel kamoichas. The first, who is like kel? What's the mead of Kel says the Ramak? Moshe Kadover was a Mikobal. Everything he says is founded, is sourced. And he says the first mead of Hashem is that Hashem is good to people who are being bad to him. While a person is sinning, God is giving him chaos. Literally at that moment, this is not, might not be in York. When I grew up, we grew up with a lot of games that needed batteries. All these types of games. And my home, we were a lot of kids. We would lose the backs of these games. And you try to tape in the batteries. Sometimes you were playing, you were holding the battery. Now imagine if one of these games started attacking you. It's a very new age thing to think about. Anybody who knows Frankenstein, that movies are often reflect the human being's thoughts. Frankenstein was a brilliant movie. If this guy creates a robot and could the robot beat him up? Could the robot turn bad? AI, this is like the craze of our times. The amount that computers and machines can think and do is crazy what they could do. It blows our mind. And any human being thinks about could the robots defy us? Now, there's no such thing in our existence. We really crave that there should be such a thing because you and I are the only robot who could beat up the master. It doesn't make sense. It can't be. It's a Bechira. I can't wrap my mind around Bechira. There's nothing I can make that could beat me up. Anything I construct, I can't. I can't make something... If I dream that a bad guy is punching me, I just wake up. I open my eyes, the bad guy doesn't exist anymore. There's no bad guy I can create that beats me up. It doesn't, there's no such thing. And yet, a human being is the only creation who has the choice to defy its master. It's crazy. So, we, this, human beings have always explored from Frankenstein to today with AI, people wondering, could the robots, could the computers get so smart that they all decide to rebel against human beings? That's like the great question of the world, and so far we've never encountered such a thing in our world. The only ones who are shaykh that are us, and that like, it's very hard for us to even visualize, Bechira is crazy. We can defy our creator. Now, while we're doing anything against him, if you picture that case where you're holding in the battery to your robot that you made and he's punching you, you just uh, let go. He's like, you're like, you just take out the battery. You don't take out the battery, you stop pressing in the battery. 
Now, by Hashem is actively thinking about me. When Hashem stops thinking about me, I, I am it. I don't. I, I'm not. And Hashem saying, while a person's sinning, Hashem's giving him chiyos. He's creating him and thinking about him and giving chiyos. Hashem is native to the sinner while the sinner is defying, denying. A guy is cursing Hashem. I say, I don't believe in God. The one who gave him that energy to say, I don't believe in God, who's mamish hugging and kissing and being mechayim is Hashem himself. That's what it means, Mikel Kamaycha. Hashem is native to people that are being bad to him. The, to be daimet to be Hashem, to be similar to Hashem, is to be good to people who do bad to you. That's what it means to be similar to Hashem. Somebody does bad and you're still good to them. Any single person needs to tap in. You will see one day when you're a parent. I vary into guys being counselors. You have a kid who's being bad to you. You're going to be good to him? It's murder. It's murder to be good to somebody who's being bad to you. It's one of the hardest. Now, how can we ask a human being to do it? How do you ask a human being? A guy is being bad to you. Be good to him. It's crazy. You're nuts. So the answer is, is that we have a soul. We're a piece of Hashem. Now, if you try to do this and ignore your human side, it's dangerous to try this at home. This, is, this, is, this psychology will say you do, you're, you're corrupting yourself. You say, I'm going to be good to people that are bad to me. You're trying to connect to a very deep place inside of you. There are a lot of resentments you'll build up. Somebody was bad to you. And I am not saying to let somebody hurt you, by the way. We are not Christian. Christians say if somebody hits you, give them the other cheek. You protect yourself. Nobody's allowed to hurt you. So you're protecting yourself and you're not letting somebody hurt. And yet we have the power. Somebody can be not good and we can be made to back. That power is otherworldly. And we have that power because we have a soul. And we're tapping into our soul. Now the question is... Psychologically, that's crazy. He's being bad to me. I, I'm angry at him. What do you mean I'm good? What do you mean I'm good? What I would like to explain it, it and, but you need a journey to get there. If you try to do this without the journey to it, then you're a soul who didn't enter this world. You won't get to the place of your soul. This is where there's a world of, of this world. We live in this world. It's a very confusing thing. Even when we say, Ein mazel Yisrael, but we say mazel tov. We're shayich to a soul and deep, but we have to navigate this world. I'm saying words that I don't fully understand, and I acknowledge that. But I'm describing our existence. So what do I do with this? I'm capable of being good, even though he wronged me, but Chaim, I have resentments. Now, if I just say, okay, my Rebbe, in the Vardic, the world I come from, this was a huge thing they worked on. They were good to people who did wrong. Literally, it was a, if you wanted a favor from somebody, punch him, we'll do you a favor. Now, it sounds nuts, and if you guys go out and do this, we'll produce Meshugayim here, crazy people. It will not work. It will not work. I, we have a soul, but you have to access the soul. I, now, what do I mean we have a soul? God is capable of, he's good, he's good, 
and capable of it doesn't that that person hurt me, but I know he can't touch me. Now there are two factors that are involved here that for sure to access that place inside of us, the soul, we have to know one. We have to have faith that anything that happens to us is from Hashem. It's from Hashem. Hashem wanted my soul to experience. So I have to not see this person as an adversary. You're not the adversary, one. Two is I have to know that my soul is precious, that I haven't been hurt by it. There's a place that I'm untouchable. I am good. A lot of our anger at other people is our own sense of we're damaged. And that causes an anger. I'm pure, I'm holy, I'm untouchable. There's a place that can't be touched. Your soul can't be damaged. It's not in reach of another person. Things we go through, Hashem set up. Those two points. If a person was in touch with their innate goodness, their precious soul, they were in touch that things that happen are directed by Hashem, they would not be angry at another person. Now, yeah, it's not so easy. This is not an easy thing. He did bad to me. And there's nothing, if you say, I'm not going to be upset. If you're upsetting yourself for being upset, that means I'm upset I was born. You will be upset and you should be upset at a guy who hurt you. Chas v'shalom, not to be upset. It's, you're trying not to be human. You're human. You're human. The soul was put on this earth. It has to encounter worldly things. We weren't kept in Shemayim. We're here. In this earth, somebody hurt me. I have other parts, and it hurt. So I have to go through a process. If somebody tries, I'm Nevardic, you hurt me, I love you. <laughs> Gift, here's my money. You hurt me, here's my phone. Like, you hurt me, here's my wallet, here's this. He didn't hurt me. But, but um, I, I think you'd, you'd produce a sick person. You'd produce a person who's not, who's not present on this earth. What do we do? We are present. So he hurt me. So there's a process to bring myself. That's where, when we talk about the world of psychology, we're dealing with the fact that we're on this world. The tire, everything in psychology is entire also. The tire speaks to somebody on this world, but has the acknowledgement and the awareness that we're also bigger than this. And there's a process to bring yourself to that place. Bring yourself there, carry your whole body. You have different parts. There are parts that were very hurt by what he says. There were parts, by the way, that don't feel that he can't hurt me. There are parts that don't feel the purity. You have a place in yourself that feels untouchable because it can't be touched. You have a place in yourself that's aware Hashem runs the world, but you have other parts. The task is to bring your whole self there slowly, carefully, by way of being angry. He hurt me. He has no right to touch me. I have a right to be safe. I have to protect myself from him. Those are all healthy and proper thoughts. Don't let the person hurt you. And then begin a process of saying, okay, it's true. I have to protect from him. I can't let him hurt me. Then I have to say the experience of my life. Hashem runs the world. Hashem wanted me to go through that. I have to then bring myself that I'm pure, I'm good. And from that place, I can, from processing that, I can get to tremendous places. 
But there's a place ultimately a person can get to actually be good to people who wrong him. There is that place that exists in us that's shayichtu. We have to journey by what we're on this earth. We have to journey to that place. We have to reach that place, but we're shayich. There is such a thing of chitzonius mereris apnimius. By doing an action, I can arouse that which exists inside. So I may choose. I got upset at him. You know what? I know he's, first of all, I know his goodness. Shlomo spoke about this yesterday. I know the goodness of another person. I could actually study his goodness. I know my goodness. I know what happens, Ashkacha. And I can actually continue to be native to the other person. This is a midah Vashem that all of us are shayach to. We have to, we have to allow ourselves to get here, but we also have to know that exists inside of us. We are possible to be native, to be kind to somebody who does bad to us. The Chayvah Salvava speaks about a madrega. I want you to at least sometimes, even if we're not there, to be aware that it's Shaykh and aware that it lives inside of us. The Chayvah Salvava speaks about a madrega called Hashva. Hashva means that it's exactly equal to me if somebody says something nice or mean to me. Exactly. Now, we are all very distanced from this. Somebody prays us. <gasps> somebody curses us. <sighs> There's a madrega shayich inside of us called hashva. Hashva means I could be at such a madrega, person curse me and praise me. It's the same thing. Because I feel so secure, so comfortable with self, such a belief in self, it's shaykh. I don't know if 8 billion, if anybody on earth is perfect with that. They're madregas. You could be closer to that. The goal is to get to places of such a self-confidence. Guys come to yeshiva often, a bacher comes to yeshiva, and he might have a negative look on self. For all different reasons, he might have a negative look. Comes a rebbe, right, with snicky, looks at him and holds of him. The problem is you cannot leave Rai Wisniki as the bilum of your self-worth. You can't leave somebody else as they own my self-worth. If whoever looked at you as good stops looking for some reason as a mental breakdown, you're bad now. It's now you're bad. The goal is to taka understand it yourself. It doesn't matter who originally gave it, but let's say that person got too busy, you know, you're not around that person. It has to become owned by the person themselves. It, the goal is slowly through self to understanding. It may be assisted by what somebody sees. Praises are very good. Our friends praise us. Ultimately, it has to be owned by ourself. I sense and am aware of my own value and goodness. It's here and it's real. I own it inside. Nobody, nobody owns it. Nobody's the bound of that. It's a truth from within. It's a truth from within. I'm talking about the dream. It's, it's not easy, not a, slow, not a quick process, but that has to be the process of our life. At the point that we have that awareness of our goodness, awareness of our beauty, awareness of our soul, it would become easy to be good to those that are bad to us. It, it's rather remarkable to me. We talk about Hashem is nice to people who are bad to Him. It almost makes me laugh, Yisrael, when I think about it. Hashem is nice to people that are bad. It's easy for God. For God's sake. 
a guy, yes, Hashem is nice. Could you imagine you tell a bacher, a guy's meet him, a guy, guys come to me all the time, somebody was bad to me. Say, be nice back to him, God is. Look at me like, are you, are you okay? Like, God is fine. He's doing rather well. He's God. See, he's nice even to people mean. You tell me, who feels like garbage, be nice, people are mean to you, he's mean to me, I feel like he kills me. <laughs> How much damage is God being inflicted? God is nice to even the guy who's mean to him. Kalish, you should do the same. Are you serious? Is, does that like resonate? Ding, ding, wow. Rabbi Yisrael Salanter would hear this. Like, okay, I'm being nice to others. Why doesn't that resonate by me? Why Try that in the dorm. Go to guys. Guys, you should be nice to the next guy, even if he's bad. God is... It's like when the guy's bad to God, <laughs> he's not like very insulted or hurt. Or he's not like struggling with it, a tough day. You tell me, who's hurt by the guy, be nice to him. The answer to that question of the demand of what we're saying is we're shaykh to that because we have a soul. We're shaykh to that. We're really, really shaykh. There's a place in us shaykh to that. Now we have to navigate carefully to get to that place, to touch that place, to live in that place. That place is the place that senses our own eternity, our own preciousness that can't be touched. There's a place in us that a guy makes fun. It's untouched. I'm a flaming soul. There's a Yid who came here, who comes here. He said a shir to us this morning, Reb Levitan. He's a wonderful Yid. He's a very, very big person. He's a big Eved Hashem. He said a beautiful shir to us this morning. Reb Levitan once said to me, he said, I like your soul. And I was soul. Like, when you feel like you're acting, you're showing, you're being, okay, let me be Gishmak today. We all have a soul that's on fire. We sometimes feel somewhat pretend, like we're trying to be stark. There's a soul that's, that's on fire, that wants Ruchnius, that wants Hashem, that needs no pretend. It's just, we have to touch that soul. We have to, like, live in that space. That is fire. He said, I like your soul. I was like, soul? Yeah. There's a soul that means something, that comes from... Guys always want to hear, I tell a guy I'm proud of you. He said, what are you proud of? Always in Waterbury, we're a very honest place. In most places where you tell somebody they're proud, they just feel good. Waterbury guys are not like that. They're much too honest and deep. What are you proud of? Try it to any... I always tell guys I'm proud. I feel the soul. I'm like, whoa. I don't even know if I'm the word I'm proud. I'm blown away by you. I'm just like, whoa. You're big. Well, what I do? But do? I'm just saying who you are. I'm proud of who you are. I'm nishtaymim, who you are. What I do? You walked in here. I'm like, whoa. There's a, there's a soul that's big. We could live in that space. In that space, a guy's bad to us. It's, it's, it's like, now, I admit, we have many parts, and much hurts when a guy says bad, and I, we can't ignore those parts. We'd be tremendously off if we do. We wouldn't be successful. And the Torah doesn't ask us to ignore those parts. And there's a process to access the soul. Take the steps, access it. It could be giving to the other person will, will arouse the soul, access the soul. Some of the journeys towards it we discussed yesterday. Shlomo, is it being clear what we're saying? 
What what it was said back there? Marit what are you What's the point of us having Why should we be like that? We have a will to be native in a human being. Anybody, everybody, a human being. We have a drive to be native. Ultimately, the guy is doing bad, doing good. We don't, the same way Hashem is native, Hashem is native. He loves everybody. You know the guys, Hashem, is Hashem mad at me? Hashem loves you. He loves you. He loves us all like beyond. Hashem loves us. No parent, or he's my bad child. No, no healthy parent. They're all our children. Our children, we're Hashem's children. Hashem is toiv. We have a part of us that just wants to be native. It's not, well, he was bad to me. We have a part of us that's not sensitive to that. It's not touched by that. Now, there are parts that are, I never want to say we don't care. There are parts that are hurt. And you have to work through that and bring yourself places. You have to talk to yourself about that. It's not specifically to the bad guy. No, even, even. It's a savlana, it's a want to give. It's a part to be mative that can extend the extent of being mative even to somebody who's not doing good to us. It's not a conditional. He's good, he's bad, he's been nice to me. He's my f- it's not conditional. It's a part that wants to be mative. I want to I tell us about this part. It's good to know about your parts. It's very, we're at an age people are asking, who am I? The Torah teaches us our deepest parts. I feel, Yisrael, we could touch and feel that part different places. There are times we can connect to that part that just wants to be native, that really craves to do good for somebody else. It's just that we feel alive, we're native. It doesn't mean specifically to the guy who's bad. The guy's bad, does good. It's not, we all, there's a part of us that does good that wants something back. If you're a counselor, you could be good to a certain kid. It happens to be his father's rich. It might give you a very big tip. Okay, that's, there's a part of us just wants to be mative inexplicably. That's called the soul. Just wants to be mative. The goal is to unleash that part. That's mative. It's not a manipulative mative. It's not if somebody's good to me. It just wants to be mative. We could touch and, and connect to that part. It has to be with care. You can't ignore your other parts. You have to speak to the other parts. You have to bring them in and show them we are there. Why are they safe here? So you have to teach them the faith that Hashem runs the world. You have to teach them the, the essential goodness of us. That's, that's what I wanted to share this midah with the Hevra. It's a very, in the Vardic, they were very, very busy with this midah. I dropped the story because of Yisrael. Thank you, Yisrael. So this was something I wanted to share. There's, I want to continue with Ramak. I'm sorry? They, I don't want to speak for the Vardik, and I'm sure it would work now also, Aaron. We're capable of this, but with care, with care. It has to be done thoughtfully, but we're... I, I'm not, I wasn't there, so I can't comment on it. I suspect they had a good way of doing it. I think we have a way also of accessing that part, but it has to be done with care. Understanding nobody's allowed to hurt us, understanding our worth, understanding Hashem runs the world. You have to take the time. Don't bully it through. I've had things with the yeshiva, Aaron. I made big mistakes. 
I, I saw things with kids and I didn't take the time to explain it to parents. It's, it's the right way. And I saw I did bad things. I didn't take the time to explain what I'm seeing. And there's, you have to be patient and careful. It's the same with our body. Don't bully your body. Take the time to explain. The worst dorm counselor, you ever saw like a power-hungry guy just like bullying people? Always explain. When one day you're a parent, because I said so. That's arrogant. That, that doesn't fly in my world. Explain. I like to explain, Yingle. But you're in charge, still you explain. Revolba speaks about this. Explain why. Explain why. People who are power-hungry just because I said so. That's very arrogant. Show humility. You are in charge, but I want to explain to you why. As a Rebbe, as a teacher, I love when guys say, why would you do that? Because I said, explain. Barker said, I suspended a guy yesterday. I said, why you spend, why is it better for me? Explain. Started saying, said, I don't think it's better. And we spoke about it. We had a whole conversation. We included his father. We spoke about it for over two hours. We spoke about it. At the end, after all the different things, I held he was right. He's, he stayed here. At the end, with all different cheshbonis, there were other factors, but it turned out the best thing was to stay here. Okay. So we spoke about it. We worked it through. Don't be arrogant. Explain. In our own systems, don't be arrogant to other parts of yourself. Now, the soul can touch something with the other parts. Bring yourself places. Bring, there's a whole art to this of bringing yourself, explaining to self things. You could bring yourself. If you bully the rest of you, we're a soul, we don't care. But a part of you does care. You're hurt. If you ignore parts, it's very dangerous. There's a system to bring yourself into Avodah Hashem. It's a whole system of self-talk, of going on walks with yourself and bringing yourself. I'm very into this. I'm very into it, bringing. I need to get places with a lot of patience. A lot of patience. You need to explain. You need to bring. You need to move. When people are brought, there's a word It's interesting. A president in the United States... The difference between a king and a president, I think you should be a president over your body, not a king. Kings dominate. They say, and it goes, what's the job of a president? To create consensus. That's how I would sum up the president of the United States. Create consensus. Build people, talk to people. You have no power just a king because the Senate will knock you out. Your only job as a president of the United States is to build consensus. Create Talk to people, win people over. You have no right to act unilaterally. I say with the Nisham also, people who beat on their body, they fail. They usually fail tremendously. You didn't build the consensus. You didn't explain it to parts of you that weren't with it. So the being made it to somebody's bad to you and say, my soul doesn't care, but, well, but your body does. So there's, there's, there's work to be done. There's an art of building consensus, of talking, explaining, working with, teaching, encouraging. Does that make sense, Moish? Okay, so we'll stop here. Mincha will take place in about 10 minutes. <laughs> You have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any dafin shas, including myrmakimus on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. 
That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.